Hey there, I'm Janie Budnick, the Pet Biz Guru and founder of the Pet Biz Hive and Pet Biz MBA. The Pet Biz Hive podcast is a space for pet business owners to still get all those things done while getting some tips and business education in their ears. So pop in an earbud and get ready for the buzz. Hey there, and welcome to this week's Tip Tuesday on the Pet Biz Hive. Now, everyone that listens to me regularly knows how much I really enjoy talking about employees and teams and how to grow and scale. One of the important factors of that that I talk about a lot is making sure that you find the right people and that you onboard them well. One of those things is, of course, having a really effective hiring funnel. So what your hiring funnel is, is, of course, the way that you are able to determine First of all, when you need to hire, making sure that you understand the flow of your business, that you are proactive on making sure that you have team members. So really, you don't have to say no. I mean, that's the ideal thing. If there is a great client that is in your ideal client audience, you want to be able to say yes. You don't want to be restricted by, of course, how many boots you have on the ground that are able to accommodate that work. So I do have a class coming up that is going to be this Thursday on the 31st at 6 p.m. Central Time. It is part of the monthly free masterclass series. This time I'm going to be talking about that hiring funnel. Now, I personally use Jazz HR for my hiring funnel, but I am going to pull back the curtain and show everyone my entire hiring funnel, how I do go through that entire process of sourcing, writing the ads, and then how I have that built into an automated system like Jazz HR. Now, the information that I will put out, really the the concept and the steps of the hiring funnel, they can be used anywhere, not just with Jazz HR, but I certainly wanted to take the opportunity to dispel the myth out there that people have to buy, uh, you know, some sort of a, a big expensive package to be able to have a hiring funnel because you certainly do not. And um, again, you can take this information and modify it to be part of a more manual program, but would love to invite you to join me. That is going to be a live masterclass again this Thursday at 6 p.m. If you want to register for that, just go to petbizguru.com forward slash jazzhr. Hopefully I will see you there. Now, you know, of course, this is something that I am passionate about and I am also challenged with. It's not that because you guys listen to me that I have just everything perfectly operating. I mean, none of us do. Any of us that, you know, are are out there with larger businesses, you know, I mean, just think of it. If you have some issues with having a small team, sometimes those can be magnified when you have a larger team. Uh, Instead of just having one person that you are needing to discipline, you know, you might have more than one when you have a larger team. Uh, You know, when you have employee turnover, you know, that is just magnified on scale. And you can, uh, of course, have things happen. You can make changes in your 
processes to make things more streamlined. You can ask different questions to try and identify those perfect candidates. But you know, one of those things that is a challenge for all of us is just the current labor market. Are you with me on that? I don't know. Are you seeing the same issues that I am? It is different. It's different this year over last year. So some of the things that we are seeing, and you'll have to let me know if you relate to this, a lot more ghosting. Now, ghosting, of course, is when they set up an interview with you and they just don't show up. What is that? I don't know. I mean, I just feel like something was missed in in kindergarten in this current generation, but that we even had to come up with the term ghosting for something like this. Strange, right? Another one that we are noticing really has been increased over, gosh, spring and summer of this year, is someone who signs up for an interview and then cancels that interview saying that they had already taken another job. It's a very active group of job searchers right now. Job hopping in resumes, that is one of those key things that is a, God, I mean, not even a pink flag, it's a red flag waving in your face. If you're looking at some sort of a resume and you see that this person has had like, you know, four jobs in the last calendar year, it doesn't seem like they can even make it six months in any particular position. That is certainly increased. And then, of course, that gig mentality, which really affects longevity. Now, one of those things that we have to kind of balance out is looking at a resume with work experience. We like to see people who have done things like delivery service before because they understand that driving portion of it. And in some cases, people who have been in the gig economy, whether they deliver Instacart or they do Uber or they do, you know, the Amazon Flex, anything like that, they understand delivery. They understand that more random variable schedule and how things can change. But that mentality of being able to pick up work when they want to and not work when they want to is sometimes not a good match. They have the experience that matches the framework of what we do, but they just don't have the mentality to stick with it for any period of time and understand what the needs are of a pet business as opposed to, I'm gonna go pick up your Chick-fil-A and bring it to your house. This last weekend was the amazing Florida Pet Services Association Conference down in Orlando. And uh, Joe Latona with Walker Scout spoke there. Love hearing him talk. He was back on episode 91 when I interviewed him about his Walker Scout recruiting services. And he was talking uh, again about mm, the necessity of quick processing when you're dealing with your hiring system. And that is definitely something that I've noticed that if someone is applying to your position, there is just a very small amount of time that you have to be able to respond to them and keep them interested and in your hiring funnel. So that is something that we are working on ourselves. That's one of the things about uh, using a hiring funnel and using automation within that because it can help you with some of those little steps. 
So the biggest thing that I wanted to talk about, and I did talk about this way back on January 20th in episode 21, is employee turnover. Now, for those of you that didn't listen to that episode, of course, go back. I dig into it a little bit more, but just understanding the rate at which your employees are leaving your company. Now, typically this is a percentage of you know people that are leaving your company. It doesn't make any difference if they are leaving because uh, life changes, which is you know like a voluntary leaving. Um, you know maybe they were college graduates and they just got their job with their degree. You know we love to love on those people and wish them well and keep in touch with them. But then, of course, there's the involuntary turnover where you do have to let people go. We have had some of those this year, and um, it's it's a difficult thing to manage, but it's necessary. You have to make sure that people are a good match to what you are doing in your pet business. But turnover is really something that can be really destabilizing for a business. And so we have to really learn how to manage that well within our company. There is definitely a risk when you have an employee that leaves, it might develop into turnover contagion, which none of us have time for that, right? So if you're not familiar with what that term is, that is when the other employees are left wondering, you know, is the grass really greener? on the other side. Um, Maybe they have concerns because they know that their work level and their stress might increase because that person has left. Um, So, you know, being very transparent in things is always very important, but, um, you know, you definitely have to figure out how you are going to balance out that turnover so there is still some stability in your team calculating that turnover if you have not done that you know of course yeah i guess i'm looking nine months later it's a good time for you to look at your turnover now for 2023 because of course you know back in that episode 71 i was talking about calculating turnover for 2022 so all right we're we're pushing into this year have things changed so again calculating that employee turnover and let's just look at 2023 year to date So you look back and you see how many employees did I have on January 1st of this year? And then see how many employees you have today. You're gonna add those two together and divide by two. So we're getting the average number of employees that you have in your pet business. Now, you are going to then look at your number of employees that you have lost. So your actual turnover number of employees, this is voluntary and involuntary both. So just add the number of employees that have left this year, and you're going to divide that by your average number of employees. And that will be in a decimal, so just multiply times 100 and you'll get your percentage. My turnover rate year to date is 56.25% which is definitely more than I have had previously. Another number that you need to look at is your first year turnover rate. Now, you know, statistically it's, you know, it's out there that it's an average of 40% of your turnover is going to be first year turnovers. So when I did my calculation of that, I have 31.25%. 
that are first year turnovers. Now, when you really go in and you then analyze those turnover rates, there are several things that you want to look at. Uh, you know, in my situation, I do have a very high turnover rate. Uh, we are actually now running at a deficit of employees and absolutely need to hire. Of course, we're always hiring, but now we're, you know, it's foot to the flame kind of hiring, which is never a situation that you want to be in. You don't want to feel any type of rush to hire in your pet business. Uh, but we are finding some excellent candidates. So when you look at your turnover rates, you know, I'll, you know, as I as I look at mine. So obviously we have a high turnover rate right now. Uh, not terribly high on our first year. We have really kind of nuanced down our hiring and our interviewing to try and weed out some of those that just have uh, expectations that are unreasonable for the position, things like that. Of course, you know, we do have them sneak by. We just did have one sneak by. Uh, one of the most interesting um, turnovers that we have had recently uh, is just a, a reflection of how we've changed several things in, you know, working with our employees and employee management going forward. And, you know, this employee, she's amazing. Always did the work, uh, great notes, great pictures, you know, hit all of her employee metrics. Everything is wonderful, but she's really quiet. She'll, of course, be there if we need her, but, you know, never did really speak up. And sometimes it's a little bit difficult when we work autonomously with our team. We don't know where they stand with their employment and with the job. There are some people out there that are just going to do the work, they're gonna keep their head down, and they're like sleepers. You don't know that things are not like the way that they should be. You don't know if that person is not happy about any part of their job. You don't know if they're looking for another job. And that was the situation that we had with this recent employee. She, out of the blue, contacted us and said, hey, you know, I got another job over here, so I'm giving you my two weeks. And it was a complete surprise to our entire team. Now, we had actually started earlier this year with what is called a stay interview. And it helped us realize that we need to kind of accelerate that and tweak it a little bit on our end. So if you've never heard of a stay interview, it's something that's been around for a while, but it is gaining a little bit more uh, upfront traction because of the labor market that we currently have. But a stay interview is really a proactive strategy that you should have in your pet business if you have a team. And this is really to uh, combat the rising employee turnover rate that you know many of us are seeing. So this is an opportunity for you to understand clearly where the employee is and to have a very open conversation with them. If you are able to identify both why people might want to leave your pet business and identify why people stay, 
it can be a really powerful thing for you in your pet business. Um, again, it's, it's a challenge to work with people and make those connections and build those relationships in your team because we don't have the FaceTime that most people do in their organizations. So there are several things that you need to consider if you're going to start doing your stay interviews, you know, really kind of a list of best practices. This is not a performance review. Uh, if you do those, this is 100% separate and you definitely want to say that up front, that this is a different type of conversation. Perhaps you shouldn't even call it an interview. It's just a conversation that you are having with your employee. You do want to have a very comfortable place that you two can chat. You know, this is not a bring them into your boardroom and you sit in the, the big chair behind the desk and they sit below you kind of thing. This is, you know, very casual conversation. This is sitting next to each other. Uh, sitting across the table is even something that can put a barrier between you and your employee in these types of conversations. Sit next to each other. Set an expectation so you know they're they're curious when they come in for this conversation. Not that they're on guard like they think it is a performance interview. Uh, let them let them know that this is a really positive thing and you are just wanting to get their input. And then listen. Ask open-ended questions and listen. You know, God gave us two ears, one mouth. Use them. You know, <laughs> at least in that ratio, right? You want to make sure that you are prepared ahead of time with the questions and that you've also prepared yourself to not take things personally that you might hear, to be very open-minded and welcoming and encouraged for all of their responses. Now, you know, whenever you are choosing people for these interviews, I do recommend that you put a little bit of a strategy behind it. Now, there's one thing you want to do. Talk to your most amazing team members because you want to find out where they are also. You want to find out what makes them tick. You want to find out how you can understand them better so you can find more people just like them. Don't necessarily only talk to the people that you've really identified are at risk of leaving. But you do also want to make sure that you talk to those people so you can potentially uncover what, what that source is and if there is something you can do to, to make a change. Take a lot of notes when you are talking. You know, this is not something where you want to sit down for hours and have a discussion. But, yeah, I mean, this is a good 30-minute conversation. You know, this, this is also the opportunity to get to know your employees better, you know, more on a personal level of what their likes are and their values are. But definitely take notes and be prepared to use what you find out to make changes. This is a chance for you to hear your employees, value their input, and then take the opportunity to make some of those changes if it makes sense to your company, if it is something that you can do to make their employment more enjoyable for them. So now you might be thinking, okay, so how do you run a state interview? What kind of questions are you asking? Well, I mean, there is definitely a strategy to the type of questions that you're going to ask. It is not your normal questions. Uh, you are trying to really dig in and discover some of those things that just are not talked about as often. So it could be good for you to start with the question, what do you not like about your job? Or what's the most annoying thing about your job? 
starting out by finding out what they really wish that they could change. You know, the, if I could wave a magic wand and change something about your job, what would it be? And really listen, don't make suggestions, give them a safe space to actually reply to that, to actually tell you and be honest about what does not work for them in the position. And I'm, you know, not talking petty things like I don't like walking dogs whenever it's, you know, a hundred degrees outside. None of us like that, right? Uh, But, you know, giving them the opportunity in that safe space to really speak into it and understand that this is a way that they can truly help the organization by by giving a, a clear, clear explanation of what it looks like from their side. And then you would ask them, what do they like? about their job? What are their favorite things? What gets them excited and makes them hop out of bed in the mornings? Uh, So, you know, of course, a lot of that, a lot of what you're going to hear is, you know, I love working with the pets. You know, another thing that you can listen out for is if there are any opportunities and gifts that you can uncover in this person where you can give them extra responsibilities in your pet business. You know, maybe you find out that they have a gift for writing. It might be a great opportunity for you to invite them in to do some additional things for your pet business. So make sure you're taking great use of the people and the talents and gifts that come with your team. I don't know. I have three questions in mind. Other people might have more. But third most important question is what would make you leave? What would make you quit? And you can be prepared for some of the answers. Of course, a question like this, if they have never been in a stay interview before, they are, they're going to be taken a little bit aback by this type of a question. But it's good to really understand what, what they value through this. You know, is it, you know, that if they're not getting paid enough, it would make them leave. Or if you started making more demands in certain areas, or Maybe you would find out that there would be some sort of a significant change that you're considering that would cause them to leave. So it's a really great question to uncover what they find most important in their job. You know, every employee is going to have a different focus and a different reason for working for you. You know, I mean, they're not all coming in with the yay kitties and puppies kind of mentality. You know, you might uncover that this employee really was hoping to have some sort of upward movement. Maybe you would find out that this employee really had a passion for being in the field, that they didn't have a mentality of someone who was just doing this part-time for extra money, but they were really looking for a career opportunity, and that might be something you could speak into and help foster in them. So, you know, This whole concept of stay interviews and really finding out how to manage the turnover and and the challenges that we're seeing in the current labor market, these are just all tools that you can use. Um, It's it's rough when you get surprised by having an amazing employee that you thought was just, you know, on cruise control, everything is good, and then you have that, oh, resignation that gets turned in because at the point you have the resignation 
it's hard to go back. But if you can be proactive and ask some of these questions, spend time, build relationships and an open communication with your employees, that can go a long, long way to help you battle that employee turnover. All right, guys, that is what I have for you for this Tip Tuesday. Remember, sign up for that um, Jazz HR and my hiring funnel in the masterclass for Thursday, petbizguru.com forward slash Jazz HR. And I will be back with you guys on Friday with another episode of our Revenue Stream series. Talk to you then. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Pet Biz Hive. You can follow me at PetBizHive on both Facebook and Instagram and learn more at PetBizGuru.com. What is your next best move?